0: Welcome to the Michigan Minds podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. I am the senior project manager at the Economic Growth Institute. Economic Growth Institute or uh, also known often as EGI and referred to as EGI, uh, really works to transform and grow the economy through strengthening small to medium sized manufacturers and also the communities in which they reside. You know, both of those parties work hand in hand without a strong economy, manufacturing supply chain struggle and vice versa. So we work to benchmark best practices Uh, from the public, private, and academic sectors, and share those best practices really through our presentations. Most of our presentations are given through one of our federal or state operated grant programs. Often though, we're finding right now, based on the high demand and changing needs of our companies and our communities, often we're now addressing needs, not necessarily through a particular program, but more related to a public service opportunity and really with every educational session we hold whether it's webinar or present or um, seminar format we really work to not only educate the companies and communities we're working with but also to connect them to resources so through our seminars and our webinars we really work to educate them on particular topics that are of interest to them but we really find the power in arming them with Critical tools and resources to move forward with implementing whatever it was that we were educating them on. So, really, at the core of our mission as part of the university is education. And over the past few years, we've really found that through whether it's a primary or secondary research project we're doing in our engagements with companies and communities, we learn a lot of really great practices. And we're a great bridge between the university and also this company community ecosystem to teach them about relevant topics and benchmark these practices that we're learning about and, and bringing them out there into the market. But it's also critical that we educate on this particular, these particular topics to keep our economy in the supply chains in which these companies really work to foster and develop. So some of the topics that we focus on are based on our programs that we're running at a particular time. So, for example, right now, we're running the Defense Cybersecurity Assurance Program out of the Institute here, and we focus on cybersecurity awareness for small to medium-sized businesses. More recently, though, some of the topics have really taken a different shape uh, than we had ever anticipated or planned due to the needs of COVID-19 and the business challenges they're facing today. We've worked to address short and long-term recovery strategies through our Great Lakes Trade Adjustment and Assistance Center and also reopening and sustaining business operations practices. And this was broadcast widely through all of our Institute channels. Regarding how we actually benchmark the best practices that we share, it can be done through a variety of means. We often conduct formal research projects, which is one way in which we collect this data to analyze these best practices. But more often than not, most of our federal and state operated grant programs start with the deep dive engagement that our project management team does with the company or the community that they're working with. Our project management team consists of experienced professionals. Most of them have lived the life of business professionals or community economic development professionals. We really understand where the needs and the challenges are that face the clients and the companies that we work with. Throughout these deep dive engagements, where we look at all aspects of their organization, we develop a trusted history and become trusted advisors to these individuals. This allows us to benchmark best practices that we're seeing within organizations And then present on these practices with real world practical application scenarios. Much of our audience is comprised of small to medium sized businesses. So where we say typically under 500 employees, and most of them are fairly often in the Great Lakes basin as that's where our historical focus has been. But it's been really interesting here over the past couple months as we've taken our in-person seminars or typical in-person seminars and moved virtually. We're hitting much more of a broader audience now across the U.S. and and even internationally at times. To educate those coming on best practices, they really are looking to stay informed, and then they also want to connect with the resources that can help them uh, implement some of these best practices. In addition, though, to our companies that we're we're often communicating with and, and speaking to, often attract a large number of economic development partners so they also are looking to learn just from a little bit of a different perspective but they're looking to learn these best practices so that they can stay informed and then go back also and help their companies and their communities that they're working in most of our seminars or presentations were definitely given in person there's a, there's a big impact that helps that is made when when giving these presentations and uh, at a seminar or in person but With COVID, for example, with one of our Defense Cybersecurity Assurance seminars, in a matter of three days, we moved a 300 person seminar in person to completely virtual, right as COVID was hitting us. And stay home, stay safe was going into place. So it went off smoothly. And with the great access we have to technology through the university, These once in-person seminars are are now being delivered virtually. Obviously, we have to modify. We don't want somebody to sit there for eight hours and uh, listen to us via their computer. We have to modify our agenda. And we've had to kind of rethink our resource connection piece. It's not the same as having 10 tabletops for individuals attending our seminars to be able to walk up and talk to those resources. So through the development and creativeness where we've created different resource guides and real-time interaction via the web-based platforms we're using, we've really been able to find a well-placed way to execute these seminars now, even virtually. COVID also has given us a lot of topic to talk about. So COVID has really given us a new platform for topic and content. And in the rapidly changing way we do business, it's required business leaders to really look for new additional tools. The tools they traditionally use to solve problems or crises within their business aren't always working right now. And so the Institute here, EGI, is really uniquely positioned between the university and industry to learn and develop some of these new tools. And what we've been doing here more recently uh, because of the needs of COVID, is sharing a lot of these newly developed best practices uh, that are often being developed within the university system and putting them to practical use and practical use applications for the companies and the communities that we work with and sharing those broadly. A key takeaway I would want everyone to know about the Economic Growth Institute and our educational outreach we're doing right now is you know, at the foundation of what we're doing is connecting companies and communities to resources that they need to get back on their feet because of COVID and to thrive long-term. So we are here, we're continuously running new educational sessions and even if we're not running a session, we're here to help companies and communities directly. That's the core of our mission um, and we want to continue to see these companies and communities grow So that our economy can get back where we need it to be and to continue to stabilize. If you are interested in attending any of our seminars, I would check out our website. They typically are all posted there and and links to register for them. Economicgrowth.umich.edu is our website and you can see all the upcoming events, some of our programming that's available, our grant programs, and direct company and community support assistance, um, and a lot of these tools and best practices that that we're talking about throughout our educational sessions. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.